This episode is sponsored by From Toxic and Lies to Love and Truth, a six-week program to help you end the cycle of toxic relationships for good. This episode is a part of a free three-day training I hosted on my personal Facebook page. And the feedback I got from this training was so profound that I couldn't not bring this magic to you to soak in, to absorb. And I invite you to really listen, to really go into these episodes with an open mind, to do the journal prompts and watch your world unfold and know that I am holding and sending you so much love and so much light because these videos are deep. This training is deep. But at the end of it, we get to raise your vibration and really tune into what do you want in a soulmate and feel into those feelings and know that you get to have it simply because you exist. So I hope that you take away as much from these trainings as the women who watched it did. And if you do want more information on From Toxic and Lies to Love and Truth, the link will be in the show notes. We kick off on October 15th. And I am so passionate about this program. I know it is going to change so many lives. All of this work inside this program surely changed mine. So if you want more information, click on the link. I would love, love, love to see you there. Um, Otherwise, enjoy these next couple episodes. And I love you. Hang on. Just let me know. Say hello. Say hi to you guys. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions and I'll go back through and answer them. So yesterday, if you didn't watch yesterday's video, it is still live up on my Facebook page and it will stay there. Uh, But yesterday was all about bringing awareness to some of your beliefs that you have about relationships, the beliefs you have about yourself, about potential partners, what your relationship examples were growing up, maybe what some of those wounds are that you're still carrying with you from childhood into your adult life is really the first step is to bring awareness to these things because our subconscious brain rules. So if we're carrying all of these beliefs from our childhood, from some of our first dating experiences, that is going to rule still today. Even if your conscious brain is like, "Mm, I know that's bullshit. It doesn't matter if your subconscious brain believes it then that is reality and we have to work to reprogram those subconscious beliefs. So if you haven't watched yesterday's video, go back and watch that because it's extremely, extremely powerful. So today I am going to really, I'm going to help you learn to trust your intuition when it comes to love, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to partners, when it comes to potential partners and really giving you the signs and the really top key signs of a toxic person or of a toxic relationship. And if you're in this type of relationship now and you're like, oh my God, this stuff rings true, you have the tools you need to trust yourself and walk away, but to also trust yourself that you're not going to get you yourself into the same position again, right? And I am going to share with you guys, this is extremely fresh, but hey, oh my gosh, Holly, thank you so much for watching that yesterday. That means the world to me, and I'm glad you loved it. Like I said, those awareness pieces are so key, so I hope that brought some awareness to you as well. Um, But I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you guys here for a minute. 
okay? This is something that is still extremely fresh. And <clears throat> I want to share the reality of this because what I am sharing with you guys, right, what I continue to share, what my program is all about, what the work I do in this world, it's not about never finding a toxic person again. I am not saying that watch these videos, join my program, and you'll literally never find them. They don't exist. That is not the case. The truth is that when you do this work and you recognize the signs and you know your self-worth and you trust your intuition, you're going to allow yourself to open up to love knowing that, okay, this could go one of two ways, right? First dates lead to marriages. First dates also lead to a heartbreak potentially, right? But you open yourself up enough to receive that potential love because if we don't open ourselves up, there's no way we're going to receive that soulmate ever. We're never going to feel love. We're never going to get that love because we're so scared of the heartbreak. We're going to have the tools you need to heal, to be able to process, to be able to understand that this means nothing about you, this or something better. But when you do start dating somebody and you do see those signs, you can trust your intuition enough to be like, oh shit, back up. This isn't what I want. This isn't what I am worthy of. I'm recognizing this sign. And maybe the first time it happens, you just put it in the back pocket and you're like, you know what? I'm going to set that right there. That was a little weird. So I'm just going to like keep that in my back pocket for a minute and I'm going to pay attention to this, right? And then you have the strength and the courage enough to say, I am not okay with this. I refuse to be talked to like that. This is not what I am interested in getting into. I am out. I'm peacing out. Bye-bye. This is about having the strength and the courage and the knowledge to be able to recognize those warning signs. And so you know what you're available for and what you're worthy of receiving. Okay. So I just want to preface that by saying, just because you do this work doesn't necessarily mean you're never going to find that person again. doesn't mean you're never going to get hurt again, but it does mean that you have the tools to say, I know what I want. I know what I'm worthy of. I'm going to use my voice. I'm going to speak up. I'm not going to let you control me. And boy, bye, right? Instead of getting yourself into these repetitive patterns all over again. So. Some, I'm going to give you guys five key signs that you are dating a toxic person or that the person that you are with and getting to know is potentially, is toxic, right? And then we're going to kind of go into the intuition piece towards the end. And I'm also going to touch on narcissism a little bit, but a lot of these five key things play into narcissism as well. So First thing that I really want to talk about is say you guys get into an argument, right? They're upset at something you did. Maybe you did something to make them feel insecure. The argument becomes an attack, not a way to solve a problem. So if you're getting into an argument, something happened, they're attacking you, they're not trying to solve the problem right? They're going for the jugular. They're doing low blows. They're literally attacking you, making you weak, making you the problem, right? That is one of those key signs. There's, there's no problem solving. You're not coming together. You're not communicating. Okay. Like I understand you're upset. What can we do to work through this? It's you did this, you did that. 
you're gonna you're you're in the wrong you terrible person like it's it's an attack on you and on your character you're not coming together to solve a problem okay so that's one of the first key signs right the second one is I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna back up. The first one is to inflict damage. Like they, they're when they're in an argument, they're trying to inflict damage onto you. All right, they're trying to hurt you in some way. And a lot of things too is that they will take revenge. Maybe you did something that upset them, and they're gonna now turn this back on you and and try to get revenge on you. Right, like because you did this, now I'm gonna go turn around and I'm gonna do something worse because I need to get back at you for what you did. Okay. Sorry, I kind of switched switch those words around a little bit. So you get in an argument, they're, they're wanting to inflict damage on you, not solve a problem, and then they're going to turn back around and they're going to seek revenge, right? The second piece of this is <clears throat> say, they, say they did something to upset you and you bring it up and you're like, hey, this is just, this is kind of what's going on. Um, this is how I feel. and then they treat that like an attack, right? And they they switch it on to like you're attacking them. And it makes you not want to bring anything else up. Like when they start doing that, you start to think like, oh, I don't like this really upset me, but I don't even want to bring it up because he's going to think that I'm attacking him or she's going to think that I'm attacking her. That's not the case at all. So you start to just sit on these things. And they start to weigh down and they start to just pile up and you don't feel like you can speak your mind. You can't bring things up to them. There's no ways that we can make this relationship better because I can't bring up any of these things that are bothering me because you're just going to think that I'm attacking you. They treat everything like an attack. Okay. The third thing is that they make you the root of all evil. You are the root of all evil. They're very, very, very good at manipulating you. Something happened and you're to blame for it. You are the problem. You're the reason that we fight. You're the reason that I cheated. You are the root of all evil. The fourth thing is that they show you the most love when you are broken, when you are hurt, when you are down, when you are sad. When you are your most vulnerable is when they show you the most love. And that's the way to get you hooked, right? This is a big thing. A lot of these things are big things with narcissism, narcissists too. They can't own up to anything. You're the reason for everything. They're very manipulative, right? And they love bomb you. They break you. They love bomb you. They get you to think that everything's all perfect. You're the center of the world. And then all of a sudden you're crashed. You're down. You're no longer on their pedestal. And they discard you in some of the most horrendous ways. This is part of that cycle, right? And then you're down and you're broken and you're sad. And they come and they show you love and a affection and you're maybe the center of their world again and they make you feel like they actually care but then their hands off again and they don't show you that love again and now you're craving it because you know that they're capable of it and so you're trying to find ways 
for them to show you that love, but it's just not there. But when you're broken and you're down and you're sad, that's when they show you the most love. The fifth thing is they get extremely uncomfortable with your success. They need you to be weak. They don't help you celebrate your successes. Instead of celebrating, they have some sort of problem with it. They need you to be weak so they can feel strong. Someone's calling me. The random numbers all the time. It's like telemarketers. I don't, I don't even know where they all come from. Um, because then if you're strong and you're having these successes, you might not need them. And they might start pulling away from you or they might start to create arguments with you. Okay, so I'm going to recap. One, if you get into an argument, they do it to, they, their main goal is to inflict damage onto you, not to solve a problem, and they're going to seek revenge. Two, they treat everything like an attack. So if you're bringing something up to them, something that maybe made you upset, they're treating it as an attack, and then it makes you not want to bring anything else up, bring anything else up to their attention. Okay. Three, they make you the root of all evil. You're the problem for everything. They blame you for everything. They're very good at manipulating into you, making you believe it, that you're actually the reason for all of this. Okay. Four, they show you the most love when you're down, when you're sad, when you're broken. Five, they get very uncomfortable with your success. And they don't celebrate it with you, and instead they have a problem with it. Okay. Now, yesterday we talked a lot about these belief systems, right? We talked a lot about your childhood wounds, your childhood past, some of these belief systems you have about yourself, these belief systems you have about relationships, about men. And this all ties together. Before we kind of go into that, I'm going to back up a second. And I'm also going to say that there are, maybe you haven't been in such an extreme toxic relationship. Or maybe you were in a relationship that had these extreme toxic behaviors. And maybe you've kind of transitioned out of that a little bit more. Maybe you aren't necessarily finding some of these really, really toxic people. But you are finding yourself in the same situations over and over and over again. Maybe it's emotionally unavailable people. Maybe it's people who are like, why are they all married? Why am I attracting all married men? <laughs> you know? Why am I attracting all of these, these people who make me feel triggered, who make me feel anxious? Right? What I want you guys to do, first thing I want you guys to do is go back through all of your relationships. Now, I have done this. I teach all of my women this. Men, you can do this too. I've had so many men reach out to me lately that I am starting to think that there is something here for me to do for men. Um, so men, if you're watching, if you're tuning in, shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you guys what you need because I actually just yesterday, I went to um, Bella Cucina a restaurant, a local restaurant here, and I had a glass of wine and I ran into an ex-co-worker and we were talking about my work and my business 
And he had then, it was like the fourth man who's like, you know what? There's a lot of men out there who need this too. So side note, but anyways, go through all of your relationships and write out what those warning signs were. What were the warning signs that this was a toxic relationship? What did you first notice? What was the first thing that you're like, ooh, I don't know that this is okay. This doesn't feel right. This happened, this happened, this happened. And I and put yourself back like, when I knew that this wasn't really right, how did that feel? What triggered my intuition to say, oh, I don't know that this is okay. Write these things down. Go through every relationship and start saying, okay, these are the warning signs. This is what I picked up on. And then ask yourself, why did I choose to ignore them? Why did you choose to ignore those warning signs? Is it because of the beliefs that you've held on to? Is it because of the relationship examples you have? Maybe you think that some of these things are totally normal because this is what you grew up seeing. Maybe you have been attracting emotionally unavailable men, but you never saw a loving, affectionate relationship. So you don't even know what that looks like. So you think emotionally unavailable people and no love is normal. It's healthy. That's just the way it is. Right? But I also want to remember and remind you guys, these very highly toxic people are so good at what they do that if you're not paying attention to the warning signs, if you're not keeping those warning signs in your back pocket, if you don't know the signs of them, they're so good at what they do that they are going to make you feel like it's your fault. They are going to make you feel like you're crazy. They are going to diminish the abuse and they're literally going to make you feel like it didn't even happen. They're so good at what they do, which is why knowing these warning signs and writing them down and paying attention and keeping them in your back pocket is so critical. It is so critical. And it's also extremely critical to be like, maybe I ignored this because that's what I thought was normal. Maybe I ignored this because I don't feel worthy of having a true love. Maybe I'm attracting emotionally unavailable people because I can't be emotionally available myself. Because I'm closed off because I'm so scared of being hurt. If you're closing off, is the other person going to close off? Are they going to feel comfortable opening up to you? Because men already aren't supposed to be emotionally available. Society teaches men that they have to hide their feelings. They have to hide their emotions. The only emotion they can show is anger. We also have to help them feel comfortable. And when you look back on that list, don't beat yourself up about it. This isn't to say, oh my God, why? Like, I am such a, like, I cannot believe I allowed this to happen. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, Karina, do you not, like, this isn't, this is not to get yourself into the spiral of getting upset at yourself and attacking yourself and making you feel bad for ignoring these signs. No, this is what you empowering yourself to be like, my intuition knows. 
my intuition knew. I knew this didn't feel right. I knew something was off. And you get to empower yourself the next time this happens to trust your intuition. To say, I got you, Karina. I got you. I'm not going to allow you to get into that situation again. Because you knew the warning signs the first time. We just didn't feel worthy of having a good love. We didn't know what one looked like. We're doing the best we can with the tools we have. So don't look at that list and beat yourself up over it. Look at that list and say, now I know. Now I'm empowered enough to know, to say this is not right. I'm walking away because I deserve better than this. I deserve more than this. And I am not going to get myself into the same situation again because I don't need that. And I deserve the love that I want. I deserve the love that I crave. I deserve to be happy and to be loved and have that kind of love that you see in the movies, that fairy tale. It exists for you. But we have to know the warning signs and we have to be aware of these things. We have to be aware of our beliefs. We have to be aware of the words that we're saying to ourselves about ourselves, about relationships, about other people, whether that's to other people or to ourselves. And as a society and as women, when we're talking to other people, it's totally okay to put ourselves down. It's totally okay to put ourselves down. And if we lift ourselves up, we're conceited, we're high maintenance, we're self-absorbed. Fuck that. Would you talk to your daughter the same way you talk to yourself? Would you talk to your best friend the same way that you talk to yourself? Would you say those same, same things to other people? Then don't say them about yourself. Watch your words. Your words and your thoughts are so powerful. Okay? And here's the other thing. If you don't have a good, healthy example, of a healthy relationship, go out and find them. Go out and find them. Ask. If you meet somebody and they say that they've been together for 40 years and you can clearly say that they're happy, ask them. Ask them about their relationship. Ask them what worked. Ask them what keeps the spark alive. I can tell you 40 years isn't going to be all rainbows, butterflies, and sunshine the entire time. But how did they get through those tough times? What does a healthy argument look like? What are healthy boundaries? What's healthy communication? What's healthy conflict? Ask. I had to ask. I don't have examples of a healthy relationship in my life. I don't. None of my relationship examples have been healthy. Everybody's divorced. Everybody's angry. Everybody's fighting settling. I had to go out and I had to seek my expanders. I had to say, holy shit, you guys are so happy. You still flirt after 20 years. How do you do it? 
I asked. And the universe would provide me with those examples. Hey, there's been so many times where I have said, fuck this, I'm done, I'm never getting married, there's another divorce, I'm not doing it. And then the universe would swoop in and they would send me someone who's like, you know what, I've been married for 20 years and we're happy. Has it been a walk in the park? No, but here's our story. So don't give up. There are so many examples of healthy relationships out there. There's also a lot of examples of really shitty ones. So go out and find the good ones because they're there and you can have it too. But you have to stand up for yourself. You have to stand up for what you want. You have to stand up for what you deserve. You have to be okay with saying no. You have to be okay with setting those boundaries. You have to be okay with walking away. Okay? And if you're looking there, and here's another thing, another sign. Something happens. They're upset. You might have did something. And they're like literally jumping, making this small thing mean this massive conclusion. And you're like, how the fuck did you even come up with that? Like, how did you even come up with that? But then they're so good at what they do that you start thinking, oh, maybe I am really in the wrong here. No. And they're going to trick you so much that you literally, you can't justify yourself because the more you start justifying yourself, the more they're going to trick you into thinking that you actually are in the wrong. And these are the hardest things to do is to walk away from those situations to be like, I know what I did. I trust myself to know that, that this isn't the reality of it. And you just walk away. You have to do that. Just walk away. No response is a response. No response is a response. And with these toxic people, you have to go no contact. You have to remove them from your life. You have to block them. They cannot have access to you because the more they have access to you, the more they're going to control you and the more they're going to get under your skin. Okay. Woo. <laughs> I was just on a soapbox, but you guys, I get so fired up about this. This is not about the next person you're with having this magical love. It's about being able to say, I am worthy of more than this. I see these signs and I'm fucking out. And I know what I want and I'm going to stay true to that I can have it and that I will find it. And I'm not going to close myself off to love because I know it is out there. I know it is out there. And I'm going to open myself up and I'm going to be vulnerable. And yes, being vulnerable means they have access to my heart. But am I really going to not allow that in case I miss out on my soulmate? You want love. If you want love, you have to open yourself up. But you have to heal from these things first. You have to heal. You have to open yourself up. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. Yeah, it could hurt. It could hurt really fucking bad. But it could also be really fucking amazing. It could be really, really amazing. And tomorrow... We're going to feel into what it's like to have your soulmate. We're going to feel into how you feel when you're with this person. What your relationship is like. Who are they? What beliefs do they have? What interests, what values do they have? Who are they? Who am I looking for? 
how do we solve our problems? And we're really going to feel into this and we're going to visualize this because it's possible and it's out there. Okay. And I have a playlist of songs that I have created that help me feel into these vibes all the time. When I listen to these songs, I feel so much love within me. And when I visualize my life, when I visualize being with my soulmate, it brings me to tears because I can feel it and I know it's out there and it brings this unbelievable sense of happiness and love and abundance. It's possible. But we have to open ourselves up to it and we have to know these warning signs and we have to know our self-worth enough to walk away. We have to. And I'm here for you. I know how hard this is. I know how miserable it is and how frustrating it is to end up in another situation that's a re repeat of last time. Why? Why does this keep happening? Is it me? You cry yourself to sleep every single night. Because you're so sad and you're so lonely and the only thing you want in this world is love. You just want to be loved and to feel loved and you want a family. You're lonely and you're scared. And sometimes you feel like it's not possible. Like he's not out there. Like you're never going to find it. But it is possible. And we have to find that happiness within ourselves. We have to find that happiness within ourselves because there's no guarantees as to when you're going to find this person. There's people who find love at 15. There's people that find love at 60. Then if we're not happy within ourselves, this is a really, really miserable time. Very, very miserable. So, with that, Know those signs of a toxic relationship. Write down the signs you chose to ignore and empower yourself enough to say, I am no longer going to accept this into my life. I am not available for this. I do not date people who put me on the back burner. I do not date people who make me feel secure. I do not date people to where I have to second guess. I'm going to get vulnerable and I'm going to get clear and I am going to figure out what their intentions are. There's no more gray area. So, I hope this resonated with you guys. I hope that you, after these exercises, feel empowered to speak up, to set boundaries, to be clear on what you are desiring and who you desire. So you trust your intuition enough the next time to back away and to say no. Okay. That is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you are catching the replay, let me know. If you have any questions, send me a PM, DM, whatever, I'm on Facebook, send me a personal message if you're not comfortable dropping it in the chat, and I will hold space for you 
if you want to work through this on a deeper level. The doors are still open for From Toxic and Lies to Love and Truth, and this is going to be six weeks of diving deep, right? If you want to dive even deeper, schedule a consultation call with me. Let's dig into these things so we can really raise your self-worth, so we can raise your awareness, right? So we can work through these subconscious beliefs and really work on reprogramming them. So you can find that happiness within yourself. All right, you guys. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I love every single one of you and I am sending you so much love, so much light and so much happiness your way. Bye. Mwah.